The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Andy Rice, branding and advertising expert, joining us this evening. It's a good evening to you, Andy. So we get into our heroes and zeros then for the week. Zambak, over 120 years old, putting out some of its advertisements this week. Well, um, the ads weren't running this week. There was a news item that uh, came across my desk, which is the reason I want to talk about Zambuck. Um, it's, at its peak, it had some 15 million loyal users, I'm told. Um, and it's certainly an iconic brand in the uh, African marketing landscape. Um, and I wonder, you know, what was the main driver behind such success? Was it perhaps the, the versatility of the product? After all, if you just look at the, at the can, uh, the lid of the Zambuck can, you'll see that it claims to be um, the great herbal balm for cuts, bruises, scratches, burns, scalds, poisoned wounds, piles, ulcers, leg sores, eczema, patches, <laughs> the list is endless. and sore aching feet. Now, I don't think that the Advertising Regulatory Board would allow you to get away with such a shotgun series of claims uh, like that uh, today. Um, but I wondered why at its peak in the probably the 70s to 80s, maybe 80s to 90s, Zambuck uh, did what it did in terms of market performance. And some of it must be put down, perhaps quite a lot of it put down, to the uh, impact of a, a, a cool and effective advertising campaign that um, obviously drove people back to the much-loved brand. And um, that advertising campaign, of which I hope we have perhaps a couple of examples, yeah. or at least one, um, uh, was the uh, brainchild, brainchild of one of South Africa's leading creatives, Aubrey Malden, and um, Aubrey was was uh, he's, he's one of those uh, creatives that people like to work with because he's a strategist in, by inclination, and he won't do creative work until the strategy is signed up. So, I think it's a good testimonial to to Zambuck and to other brands to understand uh, that when you when you get it right, advertising can be very effective indeed. They're very simple pieces of communication. Um, let's just see what which one you've got for me now. You know the Zambak tin treats just about anything, from mosquito bites, scratches, itches. Yes, it takes care of those irritating mosquito bites, backaches, chapped lips. <laughs> Did I mention mosquito bites? In fact, this tin kills mosquitoes. There, Zambak. Sure is the real Mokoya. Zambak. The soothing, healing, antiseptic, multi-purpose ointment. <laughs> One thing I can say for sure, Andy, is that as we get into the season in which you get all these mosquitoes, that irritating sound comes back. And, and you just think to yourself, oh boy, I, I need another way to kind of ensure that I don't get any mosquito bites. And I suppose definitely effective. Well, yes, and in fact, it's an interesting uh, metaphor, the um, mosquito one, because there's, a, there's an adage in the advertising industry that if you think that you can't uh, really get heard on a small budget with a, with a modest campaign, just think about that the next time there's a mosquito buzzing around your head at night and you're <laughs> wrapped up in bed with this little tiny, tiny creature. 
is successfully keeping you from your slumbers. So uh, it's nice to, to use that in the, in the advertising. Yes. And uh, what, what's the, the news item I referred to earlier, um, for me was news anyway, was the fact that um, in the UK there is a, an organization, an institution called the History of Advertising Trust. And it's a massive archive of British advertising, uh, which is set up not just for people to be interested in for advertising sake, but because it also helps uh, in terms of training and understanding the way that, that brands work. Each of the brands that are featured there has got their case study and, and Zambuck was chosen to be part of, uh, and Aubrey as well, I think, in, in his advertising career, were uh, asked to be included in the archive of the, of the, hist of the advertising history trust, or history of advertising trust, sorry. Um, and uh, that was the first time, I'm told, that there was ever an a piece of advertising campaign from South Africa included in what is essentially a British uh, advertising archive. So that in itself is quite an achievement. Aubrey, Aubrey comes from a, 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 a half, uh, in terms of career experience, he's, he's worked in the UK and, and he's worked a lot here. And that work you've just heard now, the, the Mosquito one, and there is another one, um, are part of his work that's yeah. submitted. Let's actually play that, uh, that that second one, really, when it comes to, I think it's okay. called the, the ambulance uh, perspective then on this one. Let's, let's play that, that audio for you. The hospital in your pocket. Zambak, the real Makoya. Basic, clear, so concise, a, and to the point, yeah, right? Yeah, hospital in your pocket. That's a nice phrase, isn't it? It gives you the understanding that it's versatile and useful, and you can carry it around with you. So, um, yeah, full marks for that one. Yeah, let's get on to our zero then. The most tasteless ad of the week. Which is that now, Andy? <laughs> well, it's something I stumbled across um, online, I think on Twitter, and it's, a, it's an American advertisement. Uh, or advertising campaign, if you like. Um, and it features, um, a truck, uh, with, uh, a message down the, on the back and down the sides that simply says, don't get vaccinated. And, uh, that, that sort of makes you sit up a bit until you see, perhaps you see that it's actually advertising a funeral home, uh, or an undertaker's as, as it's known. And, um, it just seemed to me that even though it's it's actually, at first glance, for a microsecond, um, clever creativity because it actually is uh, is promoting the concept that if you're not vaccinated, you're more likely to fall ill, you're more likely to need mm -hmm. the services of a mortuary. So a fairly gruesome piece of and and one that I I was personally um, unhappy with, and I went to the to the website of the funeral home in question, which is a company called Wilmore uh, Funerals, and it turns out that actually um, it, it's part of a of a broader campaign to get you to be vaccinated. And there's a, a line in the in the on the front of the website that says, um, uh, "Have you been vaccinated? If not, we'll see you soon." which again is quite a sort of sinister thing. And I just thought that there's too many opportunities for this campaign to be misinterpreted. Mm. If, you, if, you're, if you're led through it, um, hold my hand, I'll take you through the campaign. It makes some sense and it is a, a, a clever twist on the truth. But uh, I don't think that many people are going to spot that. They're just going to see, and apparently one of these trucks is cruising around 
uh, a packed sports stadium in Charlotte. Where's Charlotte? North Carolina, South Carolina. And, um, uh, you know, deliberately going where the crowds are with a message that says, at first glance, don't get vaccinated. I think even though it's a, it's, it's a, there's a twist to the tail, I think it's a dangerous one and very tasteless indeed in, at a time when we're trying to get as many people to be vaccinated as possible. Yeah, it certainly could go awry quite quickly, right? And be misconstrued a little bit there. Uh, just very quickly then, I've been one who kind of gets attached to brand names, Andy, and I, and I tend to do it very quickly, although it is in, in sort of, so we say little errors. So for one moment, I'll really love a particular brand name. The next moment, I've jumped to another one. Oh, are there risks, you know, with going with choosing a particular brand name? Yeah, really. And I can say from first-hand experience that when I started a company and chose a brand name that unwittingly had was was also being used by another company in the country, I had to change the the, the brand name which has been embarrassing for a brand consultant to have to admit. But since then, um, you, you've, we, I think we've all heard of these uh, mistakes that, that cars, particularly for some reason, car manufacturers make when they give their, their, their car brand a name, which turns out to be either very unfortunate, like the Rolls-Royce Silver Mist, and I'll leave you to find a German-speaking person who will tell you what's wrong with that. Um, <laughs> Um, and um, I, I saw the other day, uh, I used to drive up and down um, the Peter Place in Santon, and there was a billboard for a company there um, called Blackhead Consulting. I just thought that was rather inelegant. Yeah. Blackheads are associated with uh, 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 diseased skin, amongst other things. And then even more recently, I saw one, an accounting business called Nemesis, now that seems a bit strange as well, because from my interpretation of a nemesis is that it, it's the it's the factor that leads you into oblivion. And I don't think an accounting firm should be saying, you know, we can be your nemesis. That does seem to me the wrong way around. I did find some other companies called Nemesis online, but they were they they were things like a detective agency, which you would think perhaps Nemesis was rather more appropriate for. Yeah, seems a little bit more befitting when it comes to that one. Well, certainly going to be interesting, uh, or certainly is interesting, really, how brands decide on, you know, which direction they sort of take, the names they choose as well. Uh, very interesting there. Andy Rice, thank you so much for the time this evening. Branding and advertising expert.